All right, welcome to another edition of Talking with Friends. We're back at you this Friday. I am Sports Information Director Levi Converse, and with me as always is my assistant SID, Morgan Raspberry. Morgan, how are you feeling today? Well, I mean, it's been a very stressful week considering this is the last week of school and it's all finals, but at yep. the same time, it's kind of a nice relief and a nice break that we're about to get, so that's really good, and just kind of keep focusing on the positive right at this moment. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, yeah, so far it's been a very interesting time. It, it is finals week, and I remember those days very well. It, it can be stressful with, with everything going on, but we still got sports on campus. We're not done with that for the semester. Nope. And we're joined by our men's basketball senior guard, Devontae Pack, today. Devontae, thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, speaking of that, Devontae, I know this is finals kind of week for you guys, too. How's that, how's that going so far? Are you getting that wrapped up? No. Yeah, I got all my finals awesome Tuesday this week. well you can't beat that wow that's awesome well it's obviously been a pretty different year for all of us but kind of on the inside a little bit from your perspective you you're you've gone nearly a month without playing a game and then you jump right into playing Ottawa University who's ranked number 14th in the country and then McPherson College in a span of two days and you beat them both what was the preparation for you mentally and physically through that process well we knew that we was coming back to those tough games so the guys, we just been hungry to play again because we ain't had got a win before those two. So we just came, just ready to play. Yeah, and your performance in those two games earned you the KCAC Offense and Player of the Week honors, and your play really seems to be clicking right now. How how do you feel right now in your second year in the program? Um, right now, I feel comfortable. My teammates trust me. My coaches trust me. And... All, um, all I want to do right now is win, mainly. And that's what we got coming for everybody for our next game and on and on. Yeah, and a lot of our fans um, here are familiar with your friendship with John Morant, last season's NBA Rookie of the Year with the Memphis Grizzlies, mm -hmm. um, who's been inside the Gulfway Center for several of our games here. Um, how did that relationship start, and in what ways have you sort of raised the level of each other's games? Um, well, our relationship started back when we played Rick Lee, when we was like eight years old, and then we just started bonding from there, got on the AU team together, and we just was clicked since then. And our game raised from us working out in our backyard when we was younger, jumping on tires, just trying to make each other better, and he at the highest level, doing his best right now. I love to see it. Yeah, he, he's playing really well going into his second year for Memphis. The preseason for NBA starts tonight, and that season starts December 22nd. Looking forward to that, getting back going. And from your perspective and, and on your end, when did you first develop a love for the game of basketball? You know, you mentioned playing in rec league. Is it something you've just played based since you were a kid? Um, kind of how you started in basketball and really developing a good feel for the game. Yeah, I started when I was young, around about eight. My mom and dad really wanted me to be in sports, and I used, I used to love football more than basketball, actually. And then as I start bonding with my friends on basketball teams, then my love just started growing for basketball. And got me here. Awesome. There you go. Yeah, now. So since you've been here for only, like, two years, I know that you probably don't have a whole, whole lot of memories. But, like, what is, like, your best memory or, like, your most 
great, like your just greatest memory. Sorry, this is one we ask everybody. So, what's like your greatest memory that you've been here at Friends? It can be anything. <laughs> My greatest memory probably when we was at Oklahoma Westland last year in June, hit the game winning three. It was a big win, and I think they were ranked at the time. And I remember um, eating at the subway. They coaches saying me and like two other teammates couldn't shoot, and we just came out and. <laughs> hitting shots, so I guess we just bust a bubble. <laughs> there you go, there you go. That's always great. And then, so what exactly, like outside, like have you just always really and truly developed, like I mean with friends and everything, so would you say that most of your friends are probably from like all of like your basketball teams for the most part, or do you have like more friends like, because like, like you said like with football was that more of a thing that you just kind of loved at first and then all of a sudden? Uh, I really think it's probably mainly through basketball because everybody that that don't play basketball that I hang around is somebody who I went through from playing basketball and know them. So mainly it's through basketball or, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, it's always fun. So what exactly is your major here? It's health and <laughs> physical education. There you go. That's always a good one. Yeah. Notice how a lot of athletes, that's usually <laughs> their... Yeah, that's a natural that's trend. That's usually that's their a major. Trend. <laughs> and it opens up a lot of doors. There's it a lot does. Of things you can it do really with it. does. Yep. Yeah. What, is, like, what do you think that you're going to do beyond friends? Uh, my plan is to play overseas pro basketball. So I just pray every night that I make it there. Yeah. Now I have a brand now. I just pray that my brand get bigger. So that'll be a backup to own my own brand too. Wow. So what's your brand then? I've never heard of this. What the heck? <laughs> Me neither. My brand is MBNO. It's my brothers know others. Wow. It's, it's like a bonding thing. Me and, me and two of my brothers came up with this. So. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. That was really cool. That's awesome. Well, hey, we break news on Talking with Friends, right? No, we, we, find do, out, we always find out new. We find out new stuff. I, I love it. Find, get a little deep and find out something new. And I know that play. By, I remember that play by June last year. You were talking about. In fact, um, we're I'm following the game and I'm covering it. And right when he hits the shot, and we won that win in the game, I'm already trying to clip that highlight. It's on the road. It's a little bit harder than it is here at home. But I can I can do. But I'm already trying to clip the highlight because it was such a great play. It was a four-point play. Four play, and and he got foul. He just he nailed the shot. It was awesome. I remember that. I remember that game. Yeah. And I remember the game last year too. I believe it was Oklahoma Wesleyan here. I think. I don't remember for sure, but it was a game where you and James Conley both had big games here. And um, I believe Conley hit the game-winning shot. You had a big game. It scored 20 points, or, or maybe had a double double. I talked to you both after the game. After I believe it was against Oakland Western. It was another big one. I, be, I believe, or was it, it was a, it was against someone that was. A, it was either them or Bethel. Bethel, one of the two. Yeah. yeah, it was one of the ranked teams that we played. Yeah, and and that was big. So yeah, that that was great last year. Well, that is like absolutely amazing news. So. Yeah, but good luck for the rest of this uh, season. Hopefully, everything goes smoothly with everything going on in the world. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, and obviously we'll keep praying for you that you can hopefully go overseas because that's super awesome and super – that would be absolutely amazing because there haven't been 
too too many that not that I haven't wanted to but not have like actually gone and done it and I'm hoping and praying for you that you get to do that because that's really awesome and hey worst case scenario your brand goes big yeah. we're gonna have to check that out because I'm intrigued by that now that's, that's super <laughs> awesome you. I never knew that yeah. well hey you score you rebound you defend you, you do it all so I don't don't put it past you that's awesome so my, yeah back in action tomorrow night the falcons at Candace westland tip off will be at 7 p.m then they're back here at 7 p at 8 p.m uh, 6 p.m i'll get it right four they move the games to four and six monday night against sterling college um inside the garvey center i'm reminded that with the 100 maximum attendance level um no tickets available for purchase no visiting fans allowed but you can watch the game live on our portal www.portal.stretchinternet.com friends Hope you tune into that. Devontae, thanks for stopping by. Good luck tomorrow night, Monday, and the rest of the season. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, awesome. That is senior guard Devontae Pack of our men's basketball team. Again, they'll be in action tomorrow night. He is the reigning KCAC Offensive Player of the Week. Uh, really started clicking this year, and we're excited to have him join us. Um, women also in action tomorrow night. Tip-off for that is at 5 p.m., and they'll be back um, also against Sterling College at 4 p.m. on Monday, so we'll have a double hitter here on Monday night. Sterling College women are nationally ranked. And speaking of women's basketball, we're going to have our GASID Scott Cox join us here momentarily. He primarily covers and focuses on women's basketball As of right in the now. winter. <laughs> so he's going to give us a little bit of a, his two cents on that. Again, we thank Devontae for stopping by. Great conversation. And Scott is getting ready to come on over here. We need to have like a nickname for you. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Why is that? Well, because I mean, we already got Scotty P. We have Scott Mosier. Now we have you. There's, there's a lot of us. There's quite a few Scots. We All right, will you come up with a nickname? We'll there's three Boom. Scots. There's three Scott. Well, there's two Scots for sure that I deal with every I have day. To approve the nickname. You guys have witnessed this. Oh. I'm allowed to give Scott a nickname. I have nickname. to approve the nickname. Oh yeah, this is happening. <laughs> I am so happy right now. I'll have to, obviously, by nature, I'll have to put the nickname, too. So, See, so just by, by, can't by, be uh, We'll have to go through both of us. Something. <laughs> but I, don't like. <laughs> I haven't come up with anything you don't like, necessarily. Ish. <laughs> Let's see. Well, yeah, but there is three. There's two Scots I deal with every day in the office. And then they're obviously talking about Scotty P on game days. Um, so it, it does get a little bit. It's a little it's strange, but it, we've made it work so far. But um, a nickname might make it better. I'm all for right? I'm all for improving things if we can. So well, I mean, like right now, like my nickname is Mr. Scott and Scott. So like you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. But I'm like. But no one else uh, does. No one else knows. So. <laughs> all right, Scott. We talk about men's basketball with Devontae Pack. Women's basketball. They've been back in action. They've won two out of three. Games they fell in a really tough fashion though at Ottawa University. I mean that yeah. game was tough. They, That's a they, tough setback. They had uh, they were down eleven in the first half. They were down ten midway through the through the third. They battled back, which was which was great. They actually took a lead, and then a last second dagger layup that that put Ottawa ahead really really made it tough. Yeah, they come back. They took the lead a couple times at least, and it looked like it was the game they were going to be able to pull out, and it would have been a third straight victory in conference, and it just it just didn't happen. They have won two out of three. 
they held on against York big. So, I mean, they, they seem to be trending up right now. They seem to be gelling with the new player that they have. But it's just kind of a process that just continues really on throughout the season. Yeah, and, and uh, Coach Jaderston said it perfectly on the, uh, on the coach's corner today that, uh, that it's going to take a little bit longer for that to, to all come together with the, yep. with the COVID and, and all that stuff. So it's just going gonna, gonna to be a little bit of a longer process, and hopefully they, they can get it uh, playing at a real high level here at the end of the year when, when you kind of want, want that. Yep, yep. That... Uh, yeah, another thing that we discussed a little bit in the coach's corner, too, is McKinney Shippey's playing really well offensively. She's averaging 13 points a game the last three games. In the, in the, in the span where they've won two out of three, she's averaged 13 points a game in their leading score over that time. She only scored five total points before that. I mean, that was really remarkable because – and he said he str she struggled with her shot a little bit, but the last three games she seems she's, to really break she's out. She's shooting the ball a lot, a lot better um, over the last couple of games. It's It's been – Interesting to see how that that's progressed, and they're getting her the ball in in spots where she can actually shoot the ball yeah. um, at a high level. It's almost like like she just kind of like has officially found her like com comfort zone, if that makes any sense. And like she's just way more confident now, and I think that her teammates trust her now, so she finds trust, and that's absolutely amazing and always what you want. Sometimes you can get it, sometimes you can't, but I'm happy that she's finally getting that, yeah, that he, opportunity. Yeah, and he talked about how she's putting in the extra work. I can vouch for that yeah. because she was out there uh, about an hour and a half before tip-off of our last home game. And when I was out there against that race, she was out there working. I think she's by herself. but um, So I, I can attest to that. She's putting in the work for sure. Tomorrow night at Kenneth Wesley, and then Sterling at home. Sterling's going to be a tough one. That's Ooh. that. <laughs> you know, there's three tough games to wrap up the semester because um, at Kenneth Wesley is is that we know how tough that is going on. Yeah, there. it's no slouch. Um, then you host Sterling College, is. who's undefeated right now. Kyla Comley is she's been here as long. She's in her fourth year. I'm in my fourth year. I've, I've seen her entire career at Sterling in the Case Gate. She she is a one of a kind guard. Um, on both ends of the floor. And then um, they actually close out the semester December 17th, next Thursday, at Avila. Avila won last year's KCAC tournament. Yeah. Yeah, and we watched that game, and they were they are, they are a gritty, physical-type team. Um, so really three Very similar tough to, games. Very to, similar to friends here. They yeah. They play a lot of good defense. It'll be yeah. interesting to see how the, how the defense um, holds up against Sterling mm -hmm. here on, uh, on Monday night. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Well, we'll have the coverage for you. Scott, thanks for stopping by. I know it's finals week for you, too. It is um, finals week for me. So got a project. <laughs> got a project you're working on. So we're going to let you pay some attention to that. But a very interesting project. Yeah. And I know Morgan's <laughs> told me about her project. So it's uh, – I, I remember those finals days really, really well. It's, some, it's one thing I don't really miss, but it, I remember them really well. So I know what, what it's like. So – um, all right, Scott, good luck, man. Thank you. Thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you soon. That's our GASID, Scott Cox. Did a really good job covering women's basketball for us. He also, in the fall, covered okay. covered volleyball and women's soccer. So no. I turned it off. I couldn't tell if I turned it off. Yeah, we're good. Not. We're good. You're good. <laughs> Fun we, we're, we're, we're totally good. Yeah. <laughs> So, as we mentioned, though, Monday night, our next home game will be against Sterling College at no, 4 and 6 p.m. Inside the Garvey Center, 
100 is the limit for attendance. Uh, yeah. So we are not uh, allowing, no visiting fans allowed, no tickets available for purchase, no. but we want you to watch it live online, portal.stretchinternet.com slash friends. And please, like, uh, use the hashtag talents up to mm -hmm. make sure that we can see that you're also watching along and uh, showing your Falcon pride as well because even though you can't fully be here, we still want to see that you're interacting with everybody. And it's, it's really fun. We're a really close-knit community. Obviously, we're a very friendly community. <laughs> there you go. It's fun. No pun intended. You can't. You can't <laughs> cannot leave that out. You can't leave that out. No, you, that's. Uh, but it is you true. Can't leave, and so you can't leave that out. No. We all want to see uh, you guys out and supporting uh, each and every single one of us uh, in whatever sport that we're playing right at this moment because we want to keep sports alive. But we want to make sure that you guys want to keep sports alive by interacting with us, even if you cannot fully be here. So that'd be really awesome. Yeah, and one thing to check out too. Um, I know we're a little bit a ways away from track, uh, Star, but we posted oh, yeah. a really cool video of our race walkers uh, um, this morning that we worked on. Um, assistant he head cross country coach, assistant track coach Jason Parr helped put that together. He's on there uh, recruiting <laughs> on it. Remember, he was a guest on our podcast just a few weeks ago, and um, we put together that video, and it was a lot of fun, and it, it's really cool. It kind of takes you into it kind of makes the pitch to, to come here so we got a really good race walking program really good track program in general but very good race walkers very good performance so like so. you can actually get a scholarship for walking race walking yeah take check it out dude yeah, i might cool. do that can i yep. please do this but it's, 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 I it's know an art this. it's an art you got to check it out it's an oh art oh my goodness it's, okay it's, i can fun. do that you know like get the full granny walk going so cool! I didn't know that we actually did yeah, this. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, that, that's How did the video I not right know there. this? Yeah. That's I'm the video so right intrigued there. by this right now. It is a cool video. You need to check it out. And um, we—it's a video we put together. It, I got. It think really about good. this, like, dude. If you're a really good walker, think about that. Like, come on, you yep. get paid. But it's an art to, to do. I mean, it's it's a. Like, it, I mean, you it's, gotta get like talent. the you gotta get the granny walk going. You know, like how you like you you just swivel and you just to go and you yep. just to go like the, yep. like grannies do. You know, I'm like, let's do it. I think that it would be yep. so cool. Yep. It's it's a, it's a cool video. It, it's fun. And it, then watch good. like I try it and then like completely fail at it. Because <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, it's not easy. Oh no, I don't doubt it. I'm not taking anything away from race walkers. Like you, that's are you awesome. The, are you making your recruiting but, pitch? I mean, that it really the video. Is the purse the video so, um, is a recruiting pitch? So is that oh, working really? for you? Is it? Are you? I recruited? think it's kind of working for me right now. You know what, uh, Coach Parr? I might have to check it out. So it's already worked on. There we on go, Morgan, Jason. So I go ahead. Yeah. I think it's already working because I'm very intrigued by this right now. It's already working. So I want to start walking. <laughs> you know, like well, because like before surgery, like I got really good at walking. I'll say that much. Like I got the good fast-paced walk right now because. Before, like, whenever I had surgery, I wasn't allowed to run until literally yep, last yep. week. Like, guys, I wasn't allowed to start running until, like, last week. And I haven't been able to run since August. So that's, like, a huge thing for me. And I'm not a runner, but I can walk. I can do some walking. You know, like, I can do the fast-paced walking. I think I can do this. Coach Parr, sign me up. Yep. It's Let's already, do your, it. Your video's already worked. Uh, it's already Let's It's already worked. It. It, it, it's working. I'm so, so down. There you go. There you go. <coughs> there you go. But, yeah, no. So what's going on else in, like, the college sports world? I know that uh, 
football starting to kind of wrap up in the college world, but yep. uh, we're still not fully done, obviously, but it's starting to wrap up. Some conference championships are set. Um, yep. The Big 12 conference championship is set. It will be Iowa State and Oklahoma. Uh, Ooh, that'll be a good in one. In that game, Iowa State's already beat Oklahoma once this year, but as a 4 OU got back um, defensive end Ronnie Parkins and running back Ramondre Stevenson started there a little bit different team since then. Mm-hmm. Spencer Rattler, redshirt freshman quarterback, is playing much better now. So um, it'll, be, it'll be a really good game. Um, and I and for Iowa State, a lot of our fans may remember Naria Hall played here last year. Oh, yeah. um, her brother, Brees Hall, is quite possibly the best running back in the country. And, and he runs at Iowa State. He's a running back at Iowa State. Um, he is a I, – I think he should even be higher up on the Heisman um, list than what he is. But he is a really solid running back from Iowa. He's right from right here in Wichita, plays at Iowa State. Iowa State is a really fledging program under Matt Campbell. Um, it's been fun to watch their rise. And obviously, as an Oklahoma fan, I'm rooting for the Sooners. But if Iowa State were to win, I'd love it if they were, were to make the college football playoff too. But And um, ACC championship game is set. Notre Dame and Clemson. These games are December the 19th. So a lot of good games. Good ACC championship game is set. Florida, Alabama. Most people think Alabama is most likely in the playoff regardless of that result. Um, We'll have to see how that goes, but even a loss, they're probably in it. Yeah. Florida is not. Really? So Florida will need to beat Alabama. If Florida beats Alabama, they will be in the playoff. Um, if they lose, they'll be out. Texas A&M is hanging back in fifth. Yeah. So you got you However, got Iowa they did State have seven. a huge win over LSU not too, too long ago. They did, I did yeah. see that. I know that is a big rivalry game back home. Man, where I'm from, it's you're either A&M or you're Sam Houston because those are the two – like biggest closest colleges yeah. to us. Oh my stars! There obviously there's way more A&M people than anything else. So that's all I was seeing on almost every single social media thing was LSU versus A&M. It was big huge deal. <gasps> Did you see the? I know that a lot of other bands are doing this, but I thought this was so hilarious. Did you? Whenever you're watching the game, they have like a pan to the uh, A&M band yeah. to the Aggie band. Yeah. And their masks have a slit in them. Like they're still wearing a mask. Yes, but I it has did. a slit so they that. can play their instruments. I was like, that is so awesome. It is, and I'm, my first it's thought so was, though, awesome. my first thought was, does that like defeat the purpose? Exactly. Of it? <laughs> it's like, okay, did this really just happen? Like, not trying to bring this up and have a controversy about it, but I just thought that was so funny. It just, I don't even know. I can't even tell if that's right or wrong because I was I supposedly like you could kind of like close it a little bit, yeah. but I'm just, but I'm also like, does that still defeat the purpose or no? Like, I'm just going to leave this here. <laughs> what is going on? It's almost like it's fashion purposes. Yeah. yeah. But that was just so funny. Sorry to bring good, that though. up, but I was just, no. I've seen seen, and my first thought was, does that not like defeat the purpose? Of exactly. This? Like, I was. Here? We were just sitting there chilling. All of a sudden, you see like the A and M, and you could tell A and M. They were. They almost had like a full house. It almost seemed like. Obviously, they didn't. But like, but then again, it is A and M. Their stadium's huge. I've seen yeah. it. I've seen Aggie Stadium, and oh my gosh, it's not really called Aggie Stadium, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they really. It goes by the twelfth man. It's what they yeah, go by. Yeah, the twelfth man. So, yeah, and so I know that they have a lot of pride, and they're going to obviously come out for that one. And they had a huge sweep against LSU. Like it was almost like as if LSU just didn't even know what to do, and we don't know why either. Yeah, 
Like, it's not anything different. Like, the pre- you go from, like, the previous year where it was, like, f- like almost, like, five overtimes. Like, a kick, like, a field goal literally separated. Yeah. And yeah. it was a huge, huge, massive game. Like, oh, my goodness. That was... I will never forget that game and how many people in my hometown were like, holy poop, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you go to this year and it's like, oh, okay. I mean, still nothing wrong with it. Like, it was still a really big game, but... It definitely yeah. lacked It definitely lacked the the emotion and intensity that you normally would see. And a lot of that is yeah. because LSU is down this year. That's you know? true. That's that a big, true. That's a big reason. They are really, really down from last year. I mean, last year, you could argue they might be... They might have been the greatest college football team we've ever seen. That's true. They did lose a lot last year. And if they you lost think about a lot it, they of guys. They lost a lot of people. That's in the NFL now. Yeah. Joe Burrow, starting quarterback since Cincinnati Bengals, who's hurt, obviously, but still. Yeah. Calavon Chase on a first-round yep. pick defensive end. Yep. Justin Jefferson, who might be the offensive rookie of the year, wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. So, they lost. I mean, just, and that's not, they lost more of that, but that's three guys that was major contributors that are gone. Oh, yeah. And so, they are, they're in a rebuilding year. There's yeah. no doubt. I was like, and that's usually what happens. Like, I mean, they go through a period where, like, they're super strong for a couple years, and then all of a sudden, all their best players are gone. Yeah. So, they got to dial back down and restructure and restructure yeah. everything. Which, I mean, every team goes through that eventually. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the, I feel like it's like a constant pattern with LSU. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like it's like a con- like even Clemson will sometimes go through this, but it's not as reoccurring as like what LSU is yeah. for some reason. I don't know what it is about LSU. But yeah, no. Yeah, another fun game to keep an eye on. Actually a couple of fun games to keep an eye on, but that kind of factor in the playoff race too. The American Athletic Championship will be Cincinnati and Tulsa. Um, they were supposed to play this week, but that game got canceled. So now it's going to be Tulsa <laughs> at Cincinnati on December 19th for the American Championship. Cincinnati is ranked 8th in the college football playoffs. They obviously need to go undefeated. Mm-hmm. And get a little bit of help. Tulsa's not in the playoff race, but they are ranked in the top 25. Um, so Tulsa, Cincinnati, and another fun game in the Sun Belt Championship will be Coastal Ooh. Carolina and Louisiana. The funny yeah, story about that, Coastal one. Carolina beat BYU last week mm-hmm. in a game that was set up two days ahead of it. Yeah. I mean, there was literally two days. It was like except on a Thursday. Yep. Coastal Carolina was supposed to play Liberty. Liberty had a few COVID cases and couldn't play. So then BYU was off that week. Coastal Carolina did not have an opponent. Right. BYU was undefeated. Coastal Carolina undefeated. Um, they're both kind of on the fringe. You know, I don't not sure the one's going to make the playoff, but they're both you know pretty highly ranked. They played each other Saturday. Coastal Carolina won that game. Mm-hmm. Really, really good game to watch. I watched it. Um, Coastal Carolina wins. They move up to 13 now in the playoff rankings. They are playing in the Sun Belt Championship against Louisiana. Yeah. Louisiana has lost one game this year to Coastal Carolina. They also beat wow. Iowa State by 17 to start the season. Dang. 31 to 14 in Ames, Iowa. So, Louisiana, the Sun Belt is, is pretty good. Louisiana yeah. playing Coastal Carolina, the Sun Belt Championship. Normally, that wouldn't register a lot on the Rector scale as far as importance, but that, that game may be fun to watch. I, I think so, too. That's going to be a very interesting game. I think it's going to be a good, well matched game yep. for sure. Yep. Coastal Carolina runs that triple option. They control mm-hmm. the clock. They they can't beat while you quarterback Zach Wilson, who's projected to be a first-round pick, off the field. Mm-hmm. Um, they kept possession. Their defense made plays, and they had to, and they won the game, and, and they look legit. I don't know if it's going to be yeah. enough to get in the playoff consideration. The top four, probably not, but they look legit. They look really solid for a New Year's Six game yeah. against the Power Five team, and I'm not, I would not be shocked if they get that game 
that they don't pull a Central Florida and win a, over a Power Five. Central Florida, remember, beat Auburn a couple of years ago mm-hmm. in the Peach Bowl. Um, that was an intense game. Don't be shocked if Coastal Carolina does not do that to somebody oh, man. this year. They are really good and they're well coached and they have a great offensive system that is hard to prepare for. So don't be surprised if Coastal Carolina does not pull that off this week or this year if they get into the New Year's Six Bowl game. College basketball is off and running too. We got some postponements. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, unfortunately, number one versus number two was postponed last Saturday. Gonzaga and Baylor. That was going to be a lot of fun to watch. Didn't I get did to see, see that one. I did see uh, Wichita State play. I don't remember who they were playing. I think it was uh, Oklahoma. Wichita State played Oral Roberts. That was it. Um, and they, they did. They did win that. I just saw that briefly. Um, they <laughs> lost to Missouri this past Sunday. Really. Um, so Wichita State's a little bit. You know, it's a. Tough situation with head coach Greg Marshall out now. Um, interim coach Isaac Brown is there, so a um, little bit, a uh, little bit of different season for Wichita State, but we'll see kind of how they fare. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a different environment now yeah. without Greg Marshall. So we'll see yeah. how they proceed going forward. I'm just excited for Michigan right now. Um, I know we we we're just starting and everything, and I haven't really watched anything with Michigan yet. But I'm excited to watch them play this year, yeah. and hopefully, we can have a a better year than what we did last year. But we got a new coach last year, whole nine yards. Like I mean, I think this year we'll get rocking and rolling a little bit better, and hopefully make it further in the playoffs. And yeah, hopefully we won't have to have a Sparty showdown yeah. too, because that won't be fun. Um, you know, Michigan uh, State's always going to be a factor. Oh, one yeah. of the most well-coached teams in the country, Tom Izzo. They but are. I'll tell you this, Jawan Howard brought in what I believe is the number one recruiting class yeah. this season. So Michigan should be well-stocked oh, yeah. for, for a run. They, they've not they've not missed a lot. Obviously, when John Beeline went to the, the Cleveland Cavaliers, they, made, they lost a little bit at, at first. But yeah. um, it looks like they're back up, back where yeah. they need to be in the Big Ten in the, in the country. I, and I think Jawan they were Howard's just a rocky, a rocky start last year, and just like kind of like have a had a rough start to this new head coach's um, well ability right at this moment because he's he's from like the dream team basically you know the oh what are they called the five the Fab Five the Fab oh, Five yeah. yes like he's he's one of the Fab Five you know and yeah. so everybody thought oh this is going to be our year right and it didn't happen but I think this year it's kind of it's going to surprise a lot of people. I think now that he's got a groove of everybody and everything, and he has a whole new recruiting team basically coming in, and or not whole new, but you you know, it's not brand new. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's definitely going to be a change, and I think we're going to see a positive change for Michigan this year. So yeah. that's what I'm hoping for at least. But then again, I'm a Wolverine fan. It was like literally we were came out like of my mom's womb, like singing like their university yeah, song yeah. now i couldn't tell you what it is but yeah i no. can't i'll tell you what i can't <laughs> sing it i know some of the words too but i can i can hum it yeah i, was like, I, I can definitely can hum it i know the tune very well but i don't know the words anymore yet no well when you have like a deep thing in there like my whole my dad's almost a lot of my dad's side if not mm-hmm. everybody on my dad's side for the most part at some point went to michigan or just huge Michigan University fans. Like, I don't know what it is. I know my grandpa's an alumni there. I know my great uncle's an alumni there. And they really badly want me to go there. And same with the rest of our family. So hopefully, we're kind of hoping that Michigan looks up my brother for baseball right now. 
So hey, heads up, Michigan, Cole Raspberry. He he's a he's a great left-handed hitter. You got it. I'm just kidding. But um, we'll need to tag him in. I know, right? <laughs> Morgan's work. I know, right? Yeah. Trying to put some love out there, you know. But anyways, like they're just an all-around. It's just an all-around great school, especially for our family. And so that's kind of another reason why they have a special mm-hmm. place in my heart. Because yep. most people are like, why why Michigan for me? Because I'm from Texas. So everybody either thinks, what what two schools do you think people think that I root for? Well, it'd be A&M for one. One is A&M. And then, and then Houston, Houston University. No, University Houston. it's actually not Houston. But you would think, though, that would be one. You would think. You might, would be. You would think just because I'm a, I'm from around the Houston area, yeah. but no, it is not Houston. But I know you root for Michigan, but if, if people didn't really know, you know, your alliances and they know where you're from they would think you'd either be a&m or houston yeah you would think you would think right but it's michigan it's definitely michigan and a lot of the times like we'll even get ut for some reason i'm like no No, i mean not not a huge uh, ut person either Uh, but i guess because university of texas texas a&m that's always been a rivalry oh yeah so it's like it's either you're one or the other right i'm like no it's not (laughs) So it, it throws a lot of people usually whenever they find out that I'm really a Michigan fan, but then they figure out my background from it and they're like, oh, okay, now it makes sense, right? Yeah, but yeah. still. Anyways, let's go to some well, NFL picks because this. I was going oh. to add to it. Michigan fans oh, are really, or Michigan fans are looking forward to basketball season because football season true. has not been, yeah. not been real good. So. No, we, let's not even talk about football season. Let's just focus on basketball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, but going into some NFL picks, last week, since we didn't get to do one last week, uh, which was actually my fault, my bad, but anyways, that was kind of an interesting week for some teams, you know. Yeah, that was, yeah. Ooh. Some yeah, you, well, Cleveland shocking. and Tennessee was a bar burner. Cleveland yeah. went into Tennessee and won 41-35. Just for the record, if we did make our picks last week, I was going to pick the Browns. I just know that I would have called that. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Just, just know that I would have called that. Okay. They were up 38 to 7 at halftime. Yeah. Um, they won that Baker Mayfield threw four touchdowns in the first half. Wow. Um, was lighting about Tennessee come back, made it, made it interesting that 41 35 was the final score, and Cleveland had to recover an onside kick to, to, to seal it. But Cleveland won that last week. Um, let's see, the Colts went into Houston and squeaked one out 26 20. Yep. That was a very, very close game and my criminal was but Green Bay lucky. held off Philadelphia 30 to 16 Carson Wentz was benched in that game in the third quarter mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts rookie quarterback second round pick out of Oklahoma come in and played played well through a touchdown pass he is getting the start <coughs> this Sunday for the Eagles he'll be getting his first career start against the Saints okay. New England just blitzed the Chargers 45 nothing which really killed my fantasy team just, <laughs> uh, my, that's a big reason why I'm not in the playoffs in that league but whatever um, Buffalo with a big win. Washington upsetting Pittsburgh 23-17. Pittsburgh's first loss of the year. Mm. So, yeah, very interesting week. That is, yeah. It's just been an overall tough time. But a lot of a lot of it has to do with some missing players, some injured players, some yeah. all of this, all of that. And you just kind of have to focus on which one you're doing. A little but, bit of randomness to this season. Yeah. Because you, you don't know who's going to be in or out. But it's Pretty they've much. done a good job for the most part mitigating it. They've done the best they can. Yeah. But um, still still interesting. Um, 
All right, you want to make some picks? Let's make some picks. Whether I'm going to be accurate or not, who on earth knows? All right. <laughs> First one we have is, of course, last night the Rams beat the Patriots 24-3. to Not a big surprise. The Patriots are really up and down this year. Yeah. Um, Cam Newton is, is very up and down. They looked really good last year, last week, and went in 45 to nothing at, at Los Angeles with the Chargers. But they've been up and down, so Rams have looked really good. They're in the NFC West race. So Rams won that 24-3. to um, First off, Houston at Chicago. Are you going to go with your hometown team or who? I honestly don't know because Chicago hasn't been doing too bad Chicago's right now. Been a, They're doing really good right Chicago's now. Chicago has been on a rough stretch lately. They've lost six straight. Uh, yeah, They start 5-1. Well, they start really well. Mm. But uh, they've made a switch Houston's back to Mitch Trubisky, too much better, so. Houston's 4-8. Uh, they seem to be competitive every game, but the – They've come up short. Since making the change to Romeo Cornell as an interim coach, firing Bill O'Brien, they've seen to lit a little bit of a spark with them. Yeah. But oftentimes it's not enough. But I'm going to say Houston this week. Chicago just does not look good at all to me. They Their offense yeah. is, is really stuck in cement. Um, Trubisky is – they went back to Mr. Trubisky, but he's not the answer. We know that. Um, so I'm going to go Houston. I think Deshaun yeah. Watson makes one, one more play um, to win. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Not necessarily that, but just because it's Houston. Why not? we got to give some love to the Texans every once yeah. in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Next up in a game that I wish I really could care about more than I do, but I just, I don't know, it's hard to. Dallas at Cincinnati. <laughs> Dallas losing last week pretty much sealed their playoff hopes, even in the NFC East. Yeah. They're now two games back. But at Cincinnati, um, Cincinnati playing without Joe Burrow, they were struggling to win without with Burrow. Now they're yeah. really struggling without him. I'll say this: Dallas is a is a favorite to, by three and a half. If they show up to play, I think they win. Yeah. If, if they mailed it in, then it could be a, a thirteen to twelve type game. I think Dallas does win. I, I think they I think they win. I think they get it done at Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati's not won a game. Well, since, it isn't. So. Um, Andy, Andy Dalton's quarterback for yeah. Dallas, so their offense is better than it was. Um, yeah. with him back. but I think I'm going to go with Dallas, too, just because, I don't know, like you said, they, they've they been struggling, and now that Andy Dalton is back for Dallas, I think that that's helping them offensive-wise. Their offense but, is better than it was, obviously. Yeah. So. But, I mean, like we had a discussion about, like, <laughs> Tony Romo when he was out and oh, they didn't yeah. know what to do, and then now Dak's out and, and they don't know what to do. Like, it's the we same had this type of scenario. Yeah, I was the like, Cowboys we had this discussion in 2015, the other day. In 2014, they go 12-4. and four, they're in the NFC division around. They were one controversial play away from making the NFC championship game. Yeah, very controversial play, and and they don't get and they and they lose obviously, but they were that close. The next year, Tony Romo gets hurt in the second game of the year. He breaks his collarbone. They go from a twelve and four team to a four and twelve team, and that's really their only difference. I mean, everybody else is pretty well back um, for the team on both sides, and 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 this year is similar. To that, you know, they're they're competitive with Dak Prescott. They are. Dak's never had a losing season since he's been in the league. Yeah. Um, so he's, you know, multiple time Pro Bowl. They're they're looking competitive. They're sure defense still isn't very good, but they're looking competitive. Dak goes out, and they go to one of the worst teams in the league. I mean, it's not like you know, no team in the league can can withstand their starting quarterback and and maintain the same level of play. No one expects that. Yeah. But the Cowboys don't just go – they don't just go to average. They crater, seems like, without their starting quarterback. But but this yeah. week I think they do win against the Bengals if they show up and, and they haven't mailed it in. We'll see if they've mailed it in already. But 
because um, they were competitive at Baltimore. It, it's they were competitive, but they lose. Them. They're two games out now, so I'm not confident that they're going to be up for. It. But if they are up for, it, I think they win. So yeah. All right, Arizona at the Giants. So Giants are playing really, really well yeah. right now. They are. Arizona is struggling, um, even though they are a three-point favorite. As much as I would like to pick the Cardinals to win, the Giants winning at Seattle last week, they are they're on a mission right now. Their front seven's playing really well. Um, I don't know if Daniel Jones is back this week or not. I don't know if they made a declaration on that. But either way, that home, the Cardinals are struggling right now getting Kyler Murray lanes to run the football. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of that I seen last night. If you really go deep into the into the scheme of the system, they're running DeAndre Hopkins on the left side about eighty to ninety percent of the time. So what's happening is the defenses are are rotating toward DeAndre Hopkins, mm-hmm. and they're they're motioning their help to Hopkins, which allows them to play one on one on the other side, and they're cutting off the lanes for Kyler Murray. Cliff Kingsbury is going to have to make an adjustment on that. I think they're going to have to put Hopkins in motion more yeah. or put him on the other side because right now their offense is sputtering, and the Giants' defense, I think, can eat that alive. So as much as, it hate, as, much as I need the Giants to lose as a Cowboys fan to, to keep any hope alive and win the division, I just can't. i got to pick the Giants in this one. I think I'm going to go with the upset this time around. I think I'm going to go with Arizona. All right, well, Arizona's a favorite, so you're not yeah. going, I'm actually going to be upset, but. Um, well, I just don't like upset. what I'm seeing with the Cardinals. I don't like what I'm seeing. Um, they I might like get their the stuff Giants together, though, this week. You never know. I, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, usually when something's not working, you got to fix it. So. Yeah, i got to go with the Giants. I, I hate to, but i got to go with the Giants. <laughs> so my, my gut just tells me I just don't like what I'm seeing the Cardinals. They look really bad against New England. They did not look great at home against the Rams last week. And, mm. um I'm just I'm seeing warning signs right now with the Cardinals that I just don't like. So and the Giants seem to be playing um, their best football of the year. They won four straight. Mm-hmm. So I as much as it pains me, I gotta go with the Giants in this one. All right, Kansas City at Miami. This might be a tougher Ooh, game. What you think? Yeah. Even though Miami, I mean, I'm picking Kansas City. I Kansas City's rolling. They're steamrolling. Yeah. And our my GA Scott's still in here. He's he's as a Broncos fan, he's booing that pick. But um, I Kansas City's rolling right now. They did have a tough game against Denver, though. They really yeah. they survived against Denver for three and a half quarters. That game was a toss up. Yeah. Um, and Kansas City just made one more play down the stretch, and Denver actually had the ball back, the chance to win. They 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 stalled. But yeah. um, Kansas City, though, I, I I can't see Miami um, winning this game. Honestly, I can't either, but I think this is going to be a way closer game than what we're thinking. It's, I'll tell I really you this. If that. I picked against the spread, Kansas City is a seven-and-a-half point favorite, I would pick Miami. Yeah. Because I think it's going to be close. I just think Kansas yeah. City makes, makes enough plays. Mahomes, you know, give them the ball. They, they make plays. They don't always win big. Week before last, they won by three at Tampa Bay. But they just they converted enough third downs in the final drive to hold on against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Yeah. And now they're – they held on against Denver. I mean, I, I think Kansas City makes no place to win it. But I think they'll take care of it, but I think it's going to be really close. I think Miami keeps it close. I don't think Kansas City wins by seven, seven, seven or eight. By no, I'd pick I don't the, think so either. If I'm picking the spread, I'm picking Miami. Yeah. All right, but you got Kansas City too, right? I got Kansas City okay. too. All right, Minnesota at Tampa Bay, another game where I think the spread is way too high. Um, Minnesota 6-6. Six and six are still, In fact, Minnesota, if the playoffs started today, Minnesota would be in it mm-hmm. over the Cardinals at six and six, even though they have a tougher schedule. The the FPI seems to favor the Cardinals making it over Minnesota, but right now Minnesota would be in it. Tampa Bay is a six and a half point favorite in this game, and I just 
Tampa Bay right now is I don't know what Tampa Bay team is going to show up sometimes. Yeah. Um, is it the team that steamrolled Green Bay 38-10 to 10 and made life really rough for Aaron Rodgers, or is it a team yeah. that got beat 38-3 to 3 at home of the Saints? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, kinda, this game is a tough game right to pitch. That, that, that tough game to pick. I, I think Tampa Bay finds a way to win at home because um, they're still obviously from in the playoffs as well. I think they find a way to win, but I don't think they win by much. I, I think they... I think this just has all the feel of a 27-24 type game. And that was way less than what the spread is. So I think Tampa Bay's fair by way too much. Yeah. but I think I'm going to go with Minnesota because I think that Minnesota can hold their own on this one. Well, they're going to have to run Dalvin Cook and run Dalvin Cook a lot. Yeah. Um, to win this because Kirk Cousins is another player you don't know who, what you're going to get each week yeah. from. But Minnesota's playing well for the most part from where their rough start. They started really, really rough. Yeah. And and they're they're playing much, much better um, I think it's close. I think Tampa Bay finds a way to win it. Um, Denver at Carolina. No. Again, we got Scott still <laughs> hanging out here with us. So, no. We should have had Scott make picks with us. Scott, you want to make some picks with us? So, no. Are you good? good? <laughs> All right. I, I, I was going to ask him if he, want, if he wants to. I, it's he, fun. He's just, he's, just, he's just hearing what we're, what we're saying. I'll, I'll tell you, Carolina at three point five. That's about right. That's about right. you got two teams kind of on the same trajectory. Both teams have showed a lot of promise at times, and then both yeah. teams have shown a lot of inconsistencies. Um, Carolina and their first head coach, Matt Rule, they're both 4-8. and eight. Yeah. Um, Christian McCaffrey's not going to play this week. Really? So I think that makes a difference. I'm going to go Denver just because I like, Den- I like Denver's defense last week, and I like um, – I, I can't trust Carolina. I can't trust the other team. I'm going to go Denver yeah. in this one. I wouldn't even have picked Denver. I'm gonna go Denver in this one. I just think I I can't trust Carolina either. I think they're both on the same wavelength. Um, and right now, home field does not mean anything, so or it doesn't mean much. So I'm gonna go Carolina just because I don't know. Carolina's a three point favorite, and, yeah. and home field's worth three points, but I don't think it's worth three points this year. Um, well, I mean, in all honesty, like this is just gonna be a super close game, so I think it's a toss up either way you go. I do too. Like I said, you got both. You got teams on the same wave right now. Yeah. Um, both are both showed some flashes of promise. Neither team knows for sure they have a franchise quarterback. They're just waiting to see. They may have. Teddy Bridgewater has shown good things at times. Other times he's been very inconsistent. Yeah. So I don't know if Bridgewater is the one. You know, is the one they're going to have long term. But um, same with Denver. Drew Locke. There's times that he looks like a guy that can can be the guy, and other times it looks like they need to replace him. So. The Denver Broncos do not fare well when they travel across country for a noon game. They've not done well in recent years when that happens. Yeah, it could be a good point. I'll let you know. Yeah, could be, could be. I'm gonna go. I'm going Denver, but it has probably more difficult. I just I picked Carolina. I, I just don't. With especially without McCaffrey, I don't. I don't <coughs> trust Carolina. So. But again, that's a game that could be a toss-up for sure. Yeah. Next game, Tennessee at Jacksonville. Jacksonville one and eleven. Tennessee better win this game. <laughs> but Tennessee is is only favored by as much over Jacksonville as Kansas City is at Miami. So that that spread feels maybe about right. Jacksonville's had some close calls. They gave Cleveland a really tough game two weeks ago. Um, Mike Lenz actually played pretty well at quarterback for him. But I'm gonna go with Tennessee. Tennessee can't lose this game. They they yeah. have to win this game. I agree, and I think that they know that, and so it's going to be a better game than, yeah. Yeah. And it's Jacksonville. 
Yeah, Jacksonville. I mean, they're not playing. Really, Jacksonville don't want to win the game right now. I think Jacksonville right now, in all honesty, if you put if you put truth serum in Jacksonville's team right now, I think they would. They really hope the Jets fool around and win one game. Yeah, where they'd be right, and they almost did last week. The Jets almost yeah. won a game last week. Oh, we'll talk about that game here in just a second. That's that, that factors into our next game. But um, yeah, Jacksonville, I think would secretly like the number one overall pick and get Trevor Lawrence, but. Well, I don't think they win this. Tennessee, it means way too much to Tennessee to, to, to mm. win this one. So, we've both got Tennessee. Next, Indianapolis at the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders were the team that almost flew around, lost to the Jets yeah. last week. Last play of the game, the Jets, defensive coordinator Greg Williams, calls, you know, he calls an all-out yeah. blitz. And, yeah. and it leads to a long touchdown from Henry Ruggs. Now, I'm going to say this, though, to defend Greg Williams, who has been fired. So, you don't yeah. get a lot of defense. Um he had called a, you know, no pressure. He had, he had backed off and played coverage, and he got burned by it. Mm-hmm. So I think he was thinking the last play of the game, he wanted to make things, you know, he, he didn't want Derek Carville to stand in the pocket and have 10 seconds to throw because we've seen when that happens, it, you know, if you give a quarterback time to throw, he's going to find someone. It's going to be a jump ball, and you're going to have a, you know, a 50-50 yeah. toss-up play. So. Again, it wasn't the right call. In hindsight, the execution was horrible on it. So it wasn't the right call. But I'm going to defend him on that. I kind of get the mindset <laughs> on it a little bit. Uh, but anyway, he's he's fired. So, yeah. you know, I don't know if anybody else seen it. But the Raiders snuck by the Jets. Derek Carr finding Henry Ruggs for a long touchdown to win the game at the last play of the game. The Raiders are a team that when they played Kansas City on Sunday Night Football a few weeks ago, they, it was a back-and-forth game. They already beat Kansas City once on the road. Yeah. It was a back-and-forth game. The Raiders led late, and the Chiefs marched down and scored, you know, one of the, like, they, like they do. They make plays to win the game. Yeah. Um, they won late at Las Vegas. And But I thought going out of that game, I thought the Raiders were a firm playoff team that could be dangerous. Since then, they have not looked good at all. They lose 43-6 to at Atlanta. Yeah. They squeaked by the Jets in a game they should have lost. Um, the Raiders have went the opposite direction of what I thought they were going. Indianapolis is a team that is a very physical football team. They they grind out wins. Phillip Rivers is kind of a game manager at this stage, but he does a good job of it. Mm-hmm. They run the ball well, and their defense is really, really solid. i got to go with the Colts. I can trust the Colts more than the Raiders. Colts are a three-point favorite, so it's, it's close, but... I just I can't feel confident picking the Raiders right now. If this game was played two weeks ago, I'd have picked the Raiders at home. I just can't feel confident. I know what I'm getting from the Colts. I don't know what I'm getting from the Raiders. So I'm going to go with the Colts. I think I'm going to agree with you on that one just because you you never know what team is going to show up. And then, I mean, (laughs) they almost had a very big hiccup with – yeah, um, that was that, that would, and they're already a game so. out of the playoffs. So I mean, they need to win badly. And yeah. If they lost the Jets, that would have been devastating. That could have been really bad. But I don't know how I'm getting. Yeah, I'm going with the Colts. I don't know how I'm getting the Raiders. Next game, you would think it'd be kind of easy to pick, but after seeing Seattle last week against the Giants, uh, yeah, I, they didn't look good at all. And like I said, the Giants are playing really yeah. good football right now. Really good football, but. Seattle looked really, really bad last week. Uh, they they have so much trouble protecting Russell Wilson. First off, yeah. their offensive line has trouble protecting. So what Russell Wilson has to do 
is he's a mobile quarterback that can make plays in the pocket, but there's a difference between making plays strategically and running for your life to make a play because you can't get blocking. Yeah. And that's kind of what's happening with Seattle too many times right now is he's having to make plays outside the pocket because he's forced to, because he's not getting good protection. So um, Seattle struggles on that, and defensively they're not as solid as they have been in years past. Um, but the Jets are on 12. The Jets, to me, they don't want to win a game. Um, so I've got to go Seattle here. I yeah. mean, it's, the spread's 13 and a half. I, I, I think Seattle wins is probably outright. But they have been – Seattle's not played real well recently. They, they, they've been on a little bit of a downward trajectory. But they're still 8-4. They win this. They're still tied for first MC West. A lot to play for. It's all still out for them. So I, there's no way, in my mind, Seattle stumbles against the Jets. I think it's just too much at stake. i got to go Seattle. I would agree. And in all honesty, I don't know if the spread's going to be exactly right, like the 13-point spread. I don't know if that's going to be exactly right. But I think that Seattle's definitely going to win. Yeah, Seattle. I feel like the Jets don't really care right now. (laughs) They're like, yeah, okay. The Rams winning last night – puts the pressure on Seattle to win it because it, Seattle needs to win to keep pace with the Rams. Mm-hmm. Seattle's already lost to the Rams once this year. Yeah. So the Rams now has a tiebreaker. Of course, the, the next matchup is pending that. But um, Seattle, to me, there's no way they stumbled. Mm-hmm. Right, right, yeah. right. Come on. No way. Totally. <laughs> no totally. way the Jets flew around and win this game. Yeah. 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 You but never know. We might wind up on freezing cold takes. But if we do, there'll be a lot of people on freezing. Yeah. So it's okay. Um, all right. Green Bay at Detroit. Uh, Green Bay's playing well again. Yeah. Green Bay's had a couple hiccups, but Green Bay is a team this year that's nine and three, and they are they have beat the teams they're supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. Now the teams that now the tough teams, the teams that is you know really really good, the tough teams they played they've lost to largely. They lost yeah. at Tampa Bay thirty eight to ten. They lost in Indianapolis, so they've not fared real well, real well against teams winning records. But against teams like the Lions, they've cleaned up on, and that's yeah. what they, that's why they're where they're at. Yeah. Um, Green Bay wins this. Detroit. I mean, they you know obviously they fired Matt Patricia, so they are under new guidance for the rest of the season. I think the Packers come in there and win pretty handily. Yeah, I would agree. Nine point favorite. I I think that's probably about right. I think Green Bay. I'd pick Green Bay outright. Green Bay, yeah, they're they're playing for a lot too. I mean, the number one seed in the NFC is still up for grabs, mm-hmm. so they're a game behind the Saints for that. I mean, they play the Saints later in the year, which is gonna be a big game. Yeah. So Green Bay, they don't stumble at Detroit. They they win this. New Orleans at Philadelphia. The only the big interesting thing about this game is I don't know if it's interesting who we're gonna pick, but Jan Hurts will make his first career start for the Eagles, as we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Carson Wentz was benched in the third quarter last last week. And I was watching the game live, and when there's some things, I don't think everything that the Eagles' problems have is all pertaining to Carson Wentz. A lot of it is. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're dead last in multiple categories, a lot of it is on you, but not all of it. The Eagles have problems with blocking. They have problems with schemes. They have problems with, you know, really not playing the Wentz's strengths. But I will say this, though. <coughs> when Jalen Hurts came in last, last week, it gave the team a spark. Mm-hmm. Uh, they needed that. It was time for a change. Again, Wentz deserves a lot of the blame, not all of it. But they need a spark. Jalen Hurts will give him that. He threw a touchdown pass. He makes plays with his legs. I don't think it's enough to beat the Saints at home. I'm going to pick the Saints. But I do think the Eagles will look much more crisper this year, this week. It, it may be just for one week. I don't know. 
But uh, I think it, I think the move I think it was overdue to go to Jan Hurts. So I got to go to the Saints. But I think that is one interesting aspect of this game to see how Jan Hurts performs and see how the Eagles kind of as an offensive unit perform around him. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Philadelphia just for fun. Oh. I'm going with them for fun. I don't really know how it's going to turn out, but. Sure. Drew Brees may be back for this game. I don't know yet. That's kind of questionable. But Taysom Hill's played pretty well for him, actually. He gives him multiple um, multiple looks yeah. with his legs, and he's throwing the ball a little bit better. So I'm going to the Saints with or without Brees. But I am interested to see how Jan Hurts performs. Mm-hmm. As an OE fan, I hope he performs well because it, you know, as a Cowboys fan, I hope they lose the game. But as an OE fan, I hope he performs well. Yeah. So I'm kind of torn on it a little bit. <laughs> But uh, I gotta go Saints uh, e- either way. I gotta go Saints. So. All right, Atlanta at the Chargers. Uh, this is uh, the Chargers. Right when you think they might be playing well, and the Chargers, we've discussed this all year. Yeah. They have created ways to lose at the at the at the final last play. Yeah. They've created ways to lose. The good thing about last week is they didn't have to create a way. Losing forty-five nothing, it was already over in the yeah. first half. So there is nothing to create. Um, in that, they, they actually no heartbreaks in that. They 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 just flat out lost. Atlanta is another team that I have no confidence in picking, um, but they are playing a little better of late. Getting Julio Jones back helps obviously a lot. Yeah. So these are two teams that I flip a coin. I'm going Atlanta. You're going Atlanta. Okay. I don't know. I, the Chargers after last week. I. I'll go with the Chargers just for fun, too. I mean, let's do it. I mean, the Falcons three-point favor, that shows you. I mean, uh, This is going to be way too Julio Jones plays, I'm going to the Falcons. I don't <laughs> The Chargers may lose at the final play game. It wouldn't surprise me. Maybe they get back to that tradition. Mm. So, Washington at San Francisco. Washington, another team playing really well in the MC East. They beat Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and in their first loss. And the way, the way Washington plays them. It's not. It didn't. It didn't run really a fluky sense to it. They they rush the passer. They play physical football and they run the football. Yeah. Now Antonio Gibson being out is a major blow for this game because San Francisco's defense is actually still pretty solid, even though they've lost a lot on the offensive end. Um, they don't have Nick Bosa, but their defense still plays pretty solid. Um, but 49ers' offense is not what it was without George Kittle, without Jimmy G. You know, you take those guys out. Mostert is playing. He doesn't look 100 percent to me, but he is playing. Um, I'm going to go San Francisco, but uh, I think this is a game, though. This is a really, really close game. Three-point spread is about right. Um, Washington is playing well. Alex Smith is doing what he does. He manages the game as good as anybody. He really does. That's his style. He don't go down the field a lot, but he does. Um, he does manage the game. He drives the bus. Um, he's done it his whole career. He does it well. He's made a career doing that. But I think San Francisco finds a way to win at home because they're still in the playoff hunt. Still means a lot. Yeah. But I think they get done. But this is another one of those toss-up games where it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me the way. I was like, honestly, I think I'm going to go with Washington. Not only because, like, they did really, really good against uh, Pittsburgh and obviously giving them their first loss. Not only that, yeah, but they and I get that out, they have really a huge well. player out because, trust me, it sucks. He's on my fantasy football team, and it sucks that he's out. But at the end of the day, I think that Washington can take care of it. And San Francisco has been wishy-washy all year. You know? Yeah, with injuries, yeah, they, they yeah. you don't, yeah, yeah, they're another team that you don't know. Yeah, no. they beat the Rams big at home just a few yeah. weeks ago. Then they, yeah, then they lose big last week. I'll bet to a really good yeah. Buffalo team, but um, you never know. Yeah, they're another team yeah, that's like, with injuries. They're shorthanded. 
you don't you know you don't know which team's going to show up. But I'm going to go with San Francisco at home. But uh, that's another one of those games where we had so this week they're going either way. So yeah. Monday night football: Baltimore at Cleveland. A really good game. Mm-hmm. Really, really good game. Cleveland looked outstanding for about three quarters at Tennessee last week. Then the Titans made it interesting late. Um, Cleveland nine and three is clicking though. They are a great running team. Mm-hmm. They rush the ball as well as anybody with that two-headed monster, Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt. Baker Mayfield has played really well the last few weeks, really settling into that system that Kevin Stefanski has. Baltimore got back on the right track, I'll bet, against the Cowboys, which you know they, they certainly should. But um, they got back on the right track Tuesday. Lamar Jackson, to me, still didn't throw the ball really well. He ran the ball well, but against Dallas, anybody runs the ball well. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go to Cleveland at home. I, I think Cleveland's just a better team right now. But yeah. Baltimore, at some point, I'm waiting to see if they click – and kind of find what they had last year because they had the talent there on paper. They just haven't done it yet. Yeah. And the Browns are, are really playing well, trending up. So I'm going to go with the Browns. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to agree with you because even though, well, I think that they're going to do fine and Baker Mayfield always finds a way. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he's playing well the last few weeks. And they're running, they run they've already, they ran the ball well all year. Um, defensively, they play well, so I'm just not ready to pick Baltimore in a game like this. But <laughs> I'm just waiting for them to, to find. I mean, last year Baltimore was number one. See, Lamar Jackson's unanimous MVP, but yeah. they've not had it. They've not found it. And I picked them a couple times, waiting on. It. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that again. Yeah. I'm not gonna pick them again. All right, our game of the week is Pittsburgh at Buffalo. All right, social media. We put, took a vote on this. Social media was interesting. Both pick. Both. Um, everyone picked Buffalo. Not everybody, I'll say, but the percentage both favored Buffalo. Twitter was much uh, more the Bills' favor. Instagram was a little more close. Yeah, I believe Buffalo had fifty, a little over fifty-four percent on Instagram and sixty-nine percent on Twitter. So interesting. Pittsburgh again lost their first game Tuesday. They lost yeah. their first game Monday, Monday afternoon against Washington. They've been flirting with disaster all year long. Well, yeah. Um, they snuck by Baltimore. They snuck by Tennessee. They snuck by Dallas. They. They've had a lot of close calls, but they won them all until till Monday. Yeah. Um, Roethlisberger is not having the kind of season you would expect an 11-1 quarterback to have. Uh, I believe he's 25th in, in the analytics. So he's not – They got it. he's efficient. He's playing well enough to win, yeah. but he's not having that kind of a season. Yeah. He does have a really good trio of receivers, and you never know which one's going to emerge. But um, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster is very, very good. All three of them are. They got James Conner back, um, so that's going to help their running game. Their defense has been pretty solid all year. Buffalo, though, I, I watched them Sunday night, um, or Monday night, excuse me, Monday night football against 49ers, and I've watched them off and on all year. Josh Allen is playing at a really, really high level right now. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, I think right now the, he's probably no lower than second MVP, or mm-hmm. third. He might be third. You've kind of got Mahomes, Rodgers, and Josh Allen kind of all three in that same boat. But he's got to be in the top three. Yeah. And Buffalo's defense has been a little spotty in what I thought it was going to be with the talent that they have. But but they, but they click. They find a way. Uh, they can put pressure on the passer. And, and Josh Allen's playing so well, so well, throwing and running the football. Buffalo has a dual running backs that doesn't really do a lot for you in fantasy. I can attest to that. Yeah. But they do on the field. They do a lot. Devin Singletary and Zach Moss – Gives them kind of a lightning and thunder type combination. Yeah. Uh, you don't know which is going to have the most carry, which is got the most yards. 
but they do have they do have that going for them. They have a really good rushing attack. You know, they don't have a true number one running back, and they are they're clicking at the right time right now. They're nine and three, and I think Kansas City is the favorite in the AFC. Yeah. But if I had to pick a team to beat Kansas City in the playoffs, I'm believe it or not, it'd probably be Buffalo and not Pittsburgh. Yeah. The way Buffalo plays, I don't know if it, Pittsburgh even has the best shot to beat Kansas City. So um, I'm going to go Buffalo in our game of the week. I'm going the Bills at home. I think this is a big game for Buffalo on national TV Sunday night football. I think the Bills need to make a statement. They're ready to make a statement, and I and I think they get the job done. I think I think the Bills win on Monday night football or Sunday night football. It's going to be interesting though, because Pittsburgh and getting Connor back. I'm not real. Uh, sure how he's going to play but they definitely have missed him Benny Snell is not really he he's not the dual threat James Conner has catching and running the football so I think I think Buffalo gets the job done on picking the bills they make a statement and kind of announce announce their presence to the nation on Sunday on Sunday night yeah honestly I want to pick Buffalo but at the same time I almost feel like Pittsburgh doesn't want to lose again you know, like if that makes any sense. Like I feel like they're gonna well, come no, out and, and it'll be interesting how they respond to their first loss yeah. because they flirt, they flirted with it. They've had a lot of close calls yeah. that they pulled out. It didn't work. They had a 14 point lead against Washington. It didn't yeah. work out. Washington pulled it out. So it's gonna be interesting to see how they respond. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go Buffalo. Yeah. I think Buffalo. Well, this I mean, is the like, statement game for the Bills. Yeah. Well, and if you think about it, I mean, like think about it in the way that they played whenever they played against uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, they had like a rough patch after they lost their first loss. So I mean, you never know what's gonna happen. But at the same time, I feel like Pittsburgh may or may not want to get back on to their streak because that's really cool to have that kind of a streak. But at the same time, I think it is gonna be interesting to see how they're gonna react and. <sighs> Honestly, I'm going to retract my statement from earlier. I think I am going to pick Buffalo, too. The only reason why is because, like you said, it's going to be a 50-50 shot right now with yeah. them. It's you a never know which game. way they're going to yeah. go, at least like with Pittsburgh. But with Buffalo, I think that Buffalo is strong. I think they're confident. I think that they're going to come in and say, hey, they already have their first loss. They're down. So I'm, gonna, I'm interested to see how Buffalo plays in yeah. this big of a game, this big of a stage. I would agree. On NBC Sunday Night Football, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing how they how and they And I think play. that they're going to react in a positive way. And I think that, but I also think that Pittsburgh, they still may or may not give them a run for their money because you never know how they're going to react right now, especially with their first loss of the season. And I don't know. I think it's going to be a really good game for sure. But I think I'm going to agree and go with Buffalo. All right, we both got Buffalo. We agree with our listeners. Uh, <laughs> the majority of them pick Buffalo as well. So that's our picks. Let us know how we did. We'll go over them again next week and see see how we finished. Up, oh. and now I think uh, this is turning into one of my favorite parts of our <laughs> podcast. And it's, uh, it, I think a lot of it is just the, the level of intrigue that comes with it. Um, randomness is what you call it, right? Yes, this is what I call my randomness segment, and. I was thinking about doing something Christmas related, but I'm going to hold off on Christmas related just a little bit. I mean, we'll still talk a little bit of Christmas because it's coming up really soon and I'm excited. Sorry, I love Christmas. But um, I kind of want to hold off a little bit longer since we are actually talking about doing a complete Christmas special. So stay tuned for that. It won't be on Christmas Day, but it'll be the week of Christmas for sure. So make sure that you stay tuned and come in on that. But so. 
This actually got brought up on the radio, so I'm chilling in my car, and all of a sudden this gets brought up. It's the it's the topic of chicken and dumplings. There's mm. two different things on this, okay? So this is kind of food food related. There's like there's parts to how I want to do this really quick, but like the main part and the main question at first was chicken and dumplings. What do you call them? Because some people, okay, I heard on the radio someone calls them chicken slick. I've never heard that. Chicken I've what? never Chick- heard of that in my entire chicken life. Chicken what? slick. I've never heard that. I've never heard of this either. So I'm very intrigued. I'm like, what on earth is going on here? Apparently it's a uh, North Carolina thing or South Carolina thing. I don't remember where they said they were from. But, yeah, and I was like, dude, no, it's definitely chicken and dumplings. So there was that first, right? Mm. So what do you call them? Chicken and dumplings. Just I've never heard dumplings? chicken. It's chicken and dumplings. Or, like... For all of our listeners, please let us know, like, what exactly you call chicken and dumplings. It's Because I don't really know. It's literally, like, shredded chicken, and or this is how we make it. It's, like, shredded chicken, and then it has, like, dumplings in it, and it's so stinking good. I love chicken and dumplings. That's probably my favorite soup thing to eat in general. Uh, but, yeah, no, let us know chicken slick or chicken and dumplings. I don't know. Chicken slick just does not sound... Appealing. I, that's weird though, because I have never heard it called that before. Yeah, it doesn't sound very I appealing. Never, I've never heard it called that before. Yeah, I was like, what on earth? Okay. Question two that came on the radio was, all right, is it a soup or a stew? Yeah, What's never, the difference? I I never thought of it as neither. I know, right? I thought of chicken and dumplings kind of as its own. Meal, its own. Yeah. Entree. I've not thought of it as a soup. Like soup, I think of chicken noodle soup. I think yeah. of vegetable beef soup, but it's not a stew. It's when not I a think stew of either. stew, I think of meat, vegetables, and, and all that. I don't think of chicken. Chicken that was def- That's what stew is yeah. to me. I mean, like, and then someone said that it was. It could have been like a casserole type of thing, and I was like, no, because you don't bake it. But yeah, it's not I'm that. like, okay, it's just a meal. I mean, it's like. I think it's literally its own meal. I've heard of it as a soup though, because I mean. Uh, Whenever I was younger, we used to have, uh, oh, what was it called? It was like every single Wednesday we had at our church, it was during Lent. It was always during Lent that this happened. Um, Every single Wednesday, everybody would get together and bring a different soup or something. And the whole church community, basically, we came came around and we had, uh, I don't, it wasn't necessarily mass, but it was, like mass i don't know i'm lutheran so it's a little weird but we're, we're weirdos you know just kidding but um so it was always brought up like as a soup to me because it was like soup wednesdays or whatever i don't even remember um i'd come down from a confirmation class and there's a whole bunch of soup out there and chicken and dumplings was always out there so i always necessarily thought of it as a soup you know I've never heard of it as a soup. I've never heard of it as, I mean, it's just a meal. It's like chicken. Yeah. You know, it's chicken and rice. I mean, I thought chicken, yeah. that was just like chicken and rice. It's like a meal of itself. It's not, but it's definitely not a stew. No, I don't think of it as a stew. But I don't think of it as a soup either, though. No. I think of soup as actually a soup. I think that's soup. the only reason I think of it as a soup, because it was never called, like, chicken and dumpling soup or anything like that, or, like, necessarily considered a soup. I think that we just considered it a soup because it was always during Soup Wednesday, so, like, that's when everybody brought soups. We were younger, too, so I don't really know. Because chicken and dumplings, you always hear it as chicken and dumplings. Yeah. You don't hear it as anything yeah. else. So it's like, what? 
Okay. Well, and then someone tried to make the distinction of with a stew, you can eat it on a plate or you can eat it in a bowl. I've never heard of eating stew in a bowl, uh, in a plate, but... I haven't either. I don't I know. Supposedly, can. that was the difference. And soup, you do it in a bowl. Yeah. So now I have a question for you. Is cereal a soup? No. Are you sure? I've never thought of it as a soup. There's Think about it. You're probably going to have a technical answer to it, but I mean... The practical answer is no, because, I mean, it's cereal. It's its, it's, its own type, right? It's, it's, yeah, it's different. Soup is chicken noodle, vegetable beef, tomato soup, potato soup. My grandma used to make a, my nanny used to make a really good potato soup. Yeah. Um, but it's not, cereal's not a soup. I mean, it's, even though it's But you liquid, eat it in a bowl. You do. But you eat chili in a bowl. Is it a soup, too? No. I don't know. I mean. I mean, here, but then you also have, like, you have, like, these different things that you eat it with a spoon. It's soupy because yeah. of the milk. So it's chilly. It's, it's soupy, very so. much liquefied, you know, and you know. Soup, so that's I where I was very confused with a lot of this stuff because yeah. I was like, "What?" Because in my mind, I've never considered it a soup, right? It's but, throwing your whole perspective of things off. But, but it's like I mean, making hey, you question everything, now, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of making me question. <laughs> this is literally Christmas, Thanksgiving, all over again. Yeah. Right? Like I'm like, shoot, I'm rethinking everything because I'm like, holy poop. Yeah, I, I don't is think cereal it's a soup. Cereal, a soup? cereal is just cereal. See, that's what I've always thought too. It's like its own category because yeah. when it's cold, you usually eat cereal cold, right? Like yeah. it's in cold milk. I mean, some I guess some people eat it in warm milk. I don't know. I've never heard of that no, personally, but not heard uh, that at all. I mean, you eat it cold. Usually, soup is warm or hot. You know, it's not usually something you eat cold. Yeah. All right. Like I mean, no. I never really had cold soup. I mean, no. if I had, it was because I left it out too long and now I'm just eating it. But yeah. usually, you can yeah. eat it up in the microwave and it's all good again, right? But no soup is a no. No, no I I, cereal is not. I don't think of cereal as a soup. No. See, I don't either. But I was like very, very confused. I think this. of soup as a liquid, but yet a main, uh, like a main meal. Like you can eat that as a meal. But you can like eat cereal chicken, as a meal. You can, but it's not the same thing. <laughs> I mean, now sometimes I will eat cereal like for dinner or something. If we don't have a lot, I will do that. But it's not it's not a soup to me, though. It's, yeah. it's not the same thing. But. To me, it doesn't feel like a soup, but could nope. it technically be categorized as one? You know? I don't know, I guess, but uh, people categorize things weird nowadays. So That is uh, so true. Yeah. You are so right. Yeah. But... I mean, like, it just made me kind of question it because, like, I never, I still don't personally consider it a soup. I really don't. I'm really not that weird, guys, I promise. But, I mean, it really makes, it made me question for a hot sec because I was like, uh, what? Really? Yeah. Really? Like, that's a, that's okay? A, that, that makes you think, though, but I don't, yeah. I have to think very long of my answer. I, I No, I do not think consider it a soup. I don't. All right, and then my last and final question. Sorry, we went like food randomness. Today, yep. Okay. Hey, we're getting close so, to Christmas. We just wrapped up Thanksgiving, <laughs> right? so this is, good. this is good. I know, right? But now we're going to talk about food. So my last random question is, when you eat a taco, do you tilt your taco or do you tilt your head? You gave me a heads up on this one. I and did. It's the only one that I, I didn't think you'd ever give me a heads up on this topic, but you did on that <laughs> one. And and it, it's both, actually. I think both because I'm, I'm imagining right now sitting here eating a taco, and I, I think I tilt my head more than I do the taco. Yeah. 
But I think I tilt the taco in my head. So I think it's both. I think I do too because in all honesty, like I like to eat it sideways. Why I do this, like I do, you know, like you just like cock your head, but you also cock the taco to where it fits the shape of your mouth. I'm like, why don't I just eat it sideways then? Or why don't I just turn yeah. the taco and not turn my head? For some reason, I like to eat it like at an angle. I don't know what yeah. it is about eating it at an angle. It makes yeah. it so much better. Yeah. <laughs> That's me though. I actually did see that pop up on somebody's story and it was also taco tuesday so i was yeah. like hardcore thinking about tacos and i was like how on earth do i eat a taco but i mean like i eat a burrito that way too mm. like no, i'll I turn a burrito, a burrito i don't turn and a burrito. i turn my head i don't know what's do wrong that, with me that's a good question though that's a legitimate question the cereal soup thing i had easy answer for me okay. that's a good question though this is that, that that's good and it makes you think and next time i eat a taco i'm gonna i'm gonna think about it you're probably gonna second guess yourself like watch why don't yep. you second guess I'm, it? I probably won't be acting like, natural, wait, though. Because I'm thinking, okay, how do I do this? Okay, my, it, I probably won't be acting natural now, though. I'm probably yeah. going to be already thinking about it. Honestly, I think I'm going to, like, eat it both ways. Like, where I don't turn both, I'm just going to turn my head yep. and eat yep. it. I feel like that's <laughs> awkward. Like, who on earth just turns their head, you know, like, to eat a taco? Like, uh, literally, you have to, like, turn your head completely yeah, sideways. I think I do both a little bit. I probably turn a taco maybe a little bit more, but I think I do both. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't really know. And then... Just eating a taco sideways, I feel like you just lose so much of your stuff in the taco. I haven't thought about it though, so um, I'll be thinking about it the next time <laughs> I eat a taco. We'll see how I. I'll try to not think about it. that way. I can be more natural, but I'm probably already going to have it in my mind. So yeah, probably going to be my. You know, I'm probably going to be conscientious of it. I would say. <laughs> So I'm probably the rest of my life, honestly. I just ruined tacos for no, you. No, you didn't ruin it. It's good. I'm just gonna be thinking of how I eat it. But no, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep eating them. Don't worry. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep eating them, especially Taco Tico tacos. Tacos, yeah. love yeah. tacos. Tacos are great. Yeah. Right now, yeah. I'm on like a taco kick, but I haven't had Taco Tuesday in a long time. Yeah. So. Like our last one was probably this this past week or this week actually we finally had one after like so long yeah. so, and I was like I actually am digging tacos right now. Yeah, because <laughs> well, you told me you really wasn't a big fan of tacos. I wasn't, but that's when we were doing Taco Tuesday every single Tuesday, every single Tuesday, Mr. Levi. Yeah. Me, me and my boyfriend did Taco Tuesday every Tuesday. Yeah, so you got tired of it. I got tired of tacos. Yeah. I don't know if I can like, get tired oh. of tacos. We probably we probably eat tacos at least once a week, but we don't eat them on certain days. Like if you eat them on certain days and you get kind of trained to do that, you yeah. do, you may get a little tired of it because your mind you <laughs> you like every Tuesday you eat tacos. So yeah. you, if you eat them just randomly, you're eating them because you want to. Yeah. If you eat them every every week, once a week on a certain day because you're you know that's what you're supposed to do. You're trained to do it then you may get tired of it. Because it's not because you want it, it's because you're just doing it because you're supposed to. Which one do you like more, tacos or fajitas? Tacos, not even close. Really? Not even close. My mom loves oh, chicken fajitas. I love I chicken lo fajitas. I don't mind fajitas, but if I go to a taco, if I go to a restaurant, I am getting, my plate needs to have tacos, a burrito, and an enchilada. Really? And then whatever sides that you get. But refried beans and rice is what I get. Yeah. But, um, it ha needs to have those three things. Fajitas, I can do without. Um, I can do without anything else, but I have to have a taco, burrito, and an enchilada. That's the main, I'm kind of a meat and potatoes guy. That's kind of the main yeah. thing I have to have, is that. That's just kind of mandatory. I feel that. I feel that, but I don't know. Something about chicken fajitas. They're, I mean, they're good. They're good, but I don't. 
And I prefer chicken over beef. Not not hate no beef, but I No, see, I'm the opposite. I have to have beef. Oh, uh-uh. In I fact, the other chicken. night, the other night my wife made chicken enchiladas for dinner and I love and I love enchiladas. I, I in fact I eat it for lunch the next day too. What this in fact it was this week. But I did say one thing, it wasn't a complaint, it was just a just a casual observation. I said, you know what would have made that better? It was beef instead of chicken. Because <laughs> last time we had beef enchiladas, and they were really, really good. Mm-hmm. Chicken enchiladas is good, but the, I just like the beef better than the chicken. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I respect yeah. that. I respect yeah. that. I like that. But I like chicken, too. But yeah. I like the beef enchiladas better. If beef you can't burritos. Tell, uh, if you can't tell, guys, we have not eaten lunch yet, either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we haven't. We're, we're getting ready to, though. <laughs> we are getting ready to, but I just, yeah. that's funny. We're, talking, yeah. we're sitting here talking about food. And I was saying, <laughs> saying I'm thinking, is this really on purpose for I was like, dang it, why did I do this? <laughs> but very good, good good questions, though. Good topic. Thank you. Very good. You. Very good. I can't wait to see what the randomness is on our next two shows for oh, Christmas. Yeah. So. Christmas, Christmas. Yeah. Merry Chrysler. Yeah. Next week we're gonna. <laughs> next week we'll have a. a, a it'll, it'll center around Christmas next week, but then the next week will be a full-on Christmas special. Yes. It'll be totally festive for Christmas. Festive. So. All right. Okay, we talked yeah. a little bit about a devotion. We can go either way you want to with that. What you got for us? What you want to talk about? So, in all honesty, I don't have a true devotion because, not gonna lie, not that I should have done this because God always should come first. But at the same time, finals. It's been a stressful week, so I haven't really gotten to fully pay attention to my devotionals this week, which kind of saddens me, but it is true. But uh, something that I did see, I can't remember the exact uh, verse it was from, but it basically was kind of like words of encouragement. like, um, And during this rough time right now, especially, I know that it's the end of finals, but there's, it is still stressful right now, and uh, we all need words of encouragement right now coming into the holiday season, and you got to get prepared to be around your whole entire family. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. But at the same time, like I just want to tell you guys to, one, stay strong throughout this whole entire uh, rest of the year and throughout the holidays because I know that 2021 is coming up. And then also... Everybody, instead of yelling Happy New Year's, yell Jumanji. Because we need to get out of the Jumanji game. So yell Jumanji when the ball drops, okay? That's no. Just yell Jumanji. (laughs) If you have not seen any of the new Jumanjis right now with The Rock and Kevin Hart and all of them, you need to because they're super, super funny. Nothing beats the original Jumanji, I will say that much. But, you know, at the end of the game, everybody's got to yell Jumanji. And that's how they get out of the game. <laughs> yeah. So we all need to get out of the game of 2020 right now and yell Jumanji. I think that that would be kind of funny that's if we actually cool. did that. That's pretty cool. But uh, anyways, uh, as we're finishing up this year, I want to end also on a positive note, which I'm going to do this closer to the end of the new year anyways, but just to give kind of like a head start on it. A lot of positive things have probably come into your life throughout this whole entire um year even though you're not really focusing focusing on those but going back to one of our devotionals from previous times i want you guys to focus on the positives of this year because whenever you have that positivity growing inside of you you'll continue to become even more positive and then you'll continue to have just an all-around better life you have to enjoy the little things in life right now and i understand it is so super hard right now because of everything that's going on in the world and we don't really know very much 
and but I mean if you if you want to take this as a positive as well we have a vaccine out now granted it's still not fully able or capable or losing my train of thought it's not fully out for everybody right at this moment in time but we're starting to get trial runs of it and so that is a positive if you're worried about all of that stuff me personally I'm not but I mean it there's a lot of people out there worried right now and I mean for good reason too it is a very hard thing to cope with right at this moment in time I know it is but at the end of the day you got to think of the little things that make your life better for me it's getting to do this podcast with Mr. Levi every single week and me getting to come home to my dogs who I love so so much and getting to come home to somebody who actually loves me in a way that no one else ever could and so those are like the little things that have come into my life not that two of those things have been in my life for a for longer than 2020 but um definitely like everything that me and Mr. Levi like I gained another dad whenever me and Mr. Levi became, like, he became my boss. Like, it, it feels like I gained another dad. And I greatly appreciate that so much. And it's something that keeps me going. And it's something that makes me happy that came out of 2020. And so when you have, like, little things like that, I know there's a way more negative things in the world right now. But I'm telling you, there are way more positives in the world right now if you just choose to focus on those instead of the negatives which is a lot easier said than done because a lot negativity spreads way more than positivity I have come to notice that but the more you spread the positivity the more and more it will grow and the more and more it will affect other people and it'll spread throughout the world and we just need to stay positive in these times and even though 2021 is coming up and hopefully we all hope and pray that it brings a way better year for each and every single one of us and that we can all come out of 2020 with a laugh <laughs> if you want to say but at the end of the day until then just continue to focus on the positives in your life because it is coming to an end of a historic year I think this is going to be in the history books. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. But at the end of a historic year, you need to always focus on the positives that did come out of this year because there are so many more positives than there are negatives. It's just you have to choose to focus on those positives instead of focus on the negatives. And that's what I'm challenging you guys to do. Those are my words of encouragement for you guys to do because it's definitely helped me in my life, and I know that it will help you guys in your life. Very good, Morgan. That, that's excellent. And, uh, you know, that's why I said a while back, and, and this recently, and I think I told you this, but um, that's why I'll never say 2020 is a bad year because mm -hmm. if I – and I know it's been a rough, it's rough on a lot of us and it's been different and, you know, a lot of adversity, but, you know, if I say it's a bad year, that, that to me at least, it's – I am overshadowing everything that, you know, that, that was good about 2020. And, and there's a lot of – a lot of good things about 2020 and um that 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 has happened a lot of it's you you know this he worked that's uh, it's awesome you know it's uh, i kind of gained a daughter i didn't know i had and, <laughs> and i didn't know i needed or um and, and it's been awesome and, and you're a big part of what's been good for 2020 and um you know a verse comes to mind you know we're talking about facing adversity is uh, um 
you know, a verse I shared last night on social media, cast all your anxiety on him for he cares for you, First Peter 5, 7. And that's kind of what bundles up what we all go through um, is, you know, we all have anxiety, but we all can put it on, on the Lord and, um, and and he cares for us and, and leave that to him and, and we can rest comfortably and, and have peace mm-hmm. with that. So a um, lot of good things happened in 2020. Um, so I'm, I'm not ready to, to write off anything. I think it's, it's been a lot, a lot of good things have come out of it. It's been one interesting year. That's no doubt sure. about that. Are you got anything to add? No, that's it. Is that it? That's it for today. Next week I'll have a better devotion, I promise. Well, no, it was good. I like what we talked about today, though. That's good. And God just kind of has his uh, has his way with that, and it's 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 meant to to talk about it. I think it's been good. And yeah. next week we'll we'll be at you again, and then the next week we'll have our Christmas special. We'll we'll be taping it early in the week, and our plan is to actually air it on Christmas Day for you. So it'll yes. be a little Christmas surprise for you be a lot of fun to do uh, looking forward to that um, again home games that's monday night four and six p.m women and men versus sterling basketball um, watch it live on portal.stretchinternet.com slash friends and we'll be there to cover it for you we'll be there to cover it for you and provide coverage and, and keep you updated with all of that um whose turn is it to pray this week i honestly don't remember <laughs> all right i'll tell you what i'll pray and then you pray okay um next week and we'll just get back on track all, all right. right sounds good all right lord we're thankful for another day to, to do what we enjoy doing we're thankful for this university and and what it stands for we're thankful for you and your blessings on us as we continue to tread these uncharted waters but we know you go before us and we're thankful for that we don't have all the answers but we're thankful that we serve a god who does and you're there to protect us and we're thankful for your blessings. We're, I'm thankful for Morgan and everything that she does uh, uh, for me and for us, for, for bringing her in and just continue to bless her her life and her calling for you and just continue to draw her closer to you. And um, we're thankful for, for Scott and Devontae and just everybody here, our student-athletes, coaches, administration. Uh, we ask that you keep a special um, touch on all of us and keep protective hand upon us always and just draw us closer to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, thanks for tuning in today, and we will... <laughs> Um, talk to you again next week for Morgan and Scott and Devante. I am Levi saying have a great weekend and we will talk to you next week.